Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios, a leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Lots to get to on uh, today's show, including Gilbert Brown. If you did not hear the Gravedigger Gilbert Brown yesterday, which I have not, um, you will be able to hear Gilbert Brown coming up in about one half hour uh, from right now. We're going to play it back. Toby Altizer, uh, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler. I had a great time uh, with Gilbert Brown yesterday. Adam Roberts is all like, dude, it was really good. So I was like, all right, it was really good. We'll, we'll play back. And. We'll see what Gilbert Brown has to say. Leroy said uh, that Gilbert had him cracking up yesterday uh, during that interview on the Wendy's Big Show. So we'll play Gilbert Brown back in about one half hour for you. Now, I want to get to something that happened last night at the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio that we didn't talk about on the Wendy's Big Show. So last night, uh, former Packer fullback John Kuhn uh, was on the Zach Gelb Show. And... This all dates back to last offseason. Zach Gelb had him on a couple of times uh, with John always giving his thoughts on what was going on with Aaron Rodgers and so forth. So I'm going to play for you, uh, it's about three minutes, uh, this interaction between Zach Gelb, which you can hear weeknights here on The Fan, uh, starting at 6 o'clock weeknights, 6 to 9, uh, on CBS Sports Radio. And then, of course, former Packer fullback uh, John Coon. This is how it went last night. Now I actually feel like it's more likely that he'll be back next year than it is that he's going to force a trade in the offseason. How about yourself? I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'll tell you the truth. Coming into this season, you know, I, I always left that window open for an opportunity that something crazy could happen. But I never thought he was not going to play here. I always, you know, kind of felt this was Aaron Rodgers coming back this year and whether you know, he wanted to work some things out with management, whether he needed to just take some time for himself and his mental health, as we've heard him talk throughout the course of the season many, many times. And I feel much of that the same right now. I, I feel like this year has been very good for him. I've never seen him as happy and as joyful and as really enjoying the game as much as he has this year. So with all of that said, this team, this roster, many said it wouldn't be the case that they could put the roster back together with the salary cap going into 2021. They're saying the same thing about 2022. It's just starting to feel like deja vu, Zach. I'm telling you, I I just don't see a situation where Aaron Rodgers actually leaves Green Bay. So that would be 100% Aaron Rodgers coming back next year with the Packers. Well, you know, you can never say 100% with Aaron Rodgers, but I, I'm going to say right now, I feel, I feel pretty confident that, you know, especially if they put a good run together, like I feel we're going to put here in this year's playoffs, especially if that happens, I, I don't see Aaron Rodgers leaving for greener pastures. As you heard a couple of weeks ago, uh, the, the grass is greener where they water it. So take, take that what you want. But I feel like Green Bay's been watering the lawn pretty good up here this year. 
Your conversations with Aaron this year during the season have been what? Just, I mean, it's been surface level. He's been so busy, um, but I have gotten to talk to him. He has um, fully embraced coming back. He did that day one when he came came back for training camp. And I'm telling you, he enjoys it this year. He's been enjoying everything. He's been embracing the moment. Um, the accolades he's gotten with um, the touchdown record here in Green Bay, passing Brett Favre, the accolades that he and Matt LaFleur have accomplished together, and really the fact that this team has been able to climb that mountain once again to put themselves in position to make another run at a Super Bowl. I think he, I think he truly embraces the fact that Green Bay is in it for him. And whether he thought that before or not, that is up for debate. But I can't help but think that Aaron Rodgers is, is really happy with the way that management and the rest of people, uh, the rest of the organization has treated him up here in Green Bay and, and really just excited to get this playoff started. So there's been a lot of sucking up behind the scenes by Brian Gutekunst is what you're telling me. Well, you know, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't say sucking up. I, I'd say it's, it, it's become a mutual friendship between the two. And it's very clear that they're, they, they have a friendship now when before it may have just been considered professional now the two of them can can more see eye to eye and nobody really knows if that means Aaron Rodgers has been in on full conversations about the uh, the roster or about practice styles or about play calling or anything and maybe it's all of the above but to say the least Aaron Rodgers is is in a much more comfortable position right now than what he was exactly a year ago all right so there's Jacques former Packer fullback Packer radio network so this is my question. How much stock are you going to put into these former players and people close to Aaron and what they say about whether or not Aaron Rodgers is coming back or not next year? How much stock are you putting into uh, when you hear these guys talking about Rodgers back or not? That's what I want to know. Nice, simple question. Because we just went through this for an offseason. And now, as we're getting closer to the end of the season, I feel like we're going to start picking back up again with these guys that – you know, say they talk to Rodgers and have relationships and so forth. So how much stock uh, are you putting into uh, what John Kuhn said and what others are probably going to say, like James Jones and so forth going forward? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us uh, at Sparky Radio. Another good way to do it. I got to tell you, I am not there. Like, I, I, I've had my fill of it. I really have. Like, I, I listened to this, this, this John Kuhn cut last night uh, after Zach posted it. And I've had my fill. I just do. I, I've absolutely had my fill because I don't think anybody has any idea of what this dude is thinking. I really don't. I don't have any clue of what is going on in this mind, in this man's brain. They may think they got an idea, but I don't know if they actually know, know what's going on. I'll take it a step farther. I don't know if anybody in that locker room knows what this dude's plans are or intentions are after the season. I really don't. So, you know, you hear everybody saying, well, if they win a Super Bowl, then there's no way he leaves. Then you hear other people say, well, if he wins a Super Bowl, then he's definitely out of there. Then you hear some people say, well, if they lose in the playoffs and they'll make it to the Super Bowl, he won't leave that way. So he'll come back. Then you hear other people say, well, if he leaves in the playoffs, there'll be more ammunition for him to say he didn't get everything that he needed to get over the top. uh, And they've lost five conference championship games. And clearly this organization can't get him to where he wants to go. So he's going to go try it somewhere else. I mean, again. Does anybody really have any idea of how this thing is going to play out? I mean, just on our show alone, on Wendy's Big Show, Gary has been saying he thinks he's back. I've been saying, based on everything I've heard, feels like he's going to be back. Right now, again, I, I'm i not there like John Kuhn is uh, with him to see the friendship developing. Uh, I put friendship in quotes. Friendship developing between Rodgers and Gunnikunz. That, too, to me, is a little um, weird, I guess, right? From the aspect of from not really having any type of a relationship outside of player-GM, which is how it's been laid out to us here, the fan base, going from that to now we're friends? 
now I care about you? That seems weird to me, too. I mean, maybe some of you listening can share similar experiences with you. But for me, it seems a little weird. Like, if you get down and you're on the same page as somebody early on, and they're showing, you know, that they they care about you, we ask you how your weekend was, hey, what do you got going on tonight, how's the family, they ask about your kids, and that relationship is going from the word go, okay, that makes sense. But if from the word go, there's none of that, and there's no asking you how you're doing or nothing like that, and it's just strictly business, that's all it is. There's nothing more than that. And now all of a sudden in one, not even one calendar year, right? It hasn't even been a calendar year because this all really didn't start going until the Randall Cobb deal, really. So from that point, and you fast forward, what, six months later, now all of a sudden they're friends? Because for me, in order to be a friend, you have to care about the other person and the life that that person has while at work and while outside of work. Right? Family life, like that to me. You may classify friends differently, but that's how I kind of view it. You're my friend and you kind of care about everything going on in my life, not just how I am at work. Right? Because if, if that's what it is, then you're a coworker. Fine. Uh, or if you know somebody casually and every time you get together, you just talk about what you do for a living, okay, maybe that's an associate. You really don't talk about anything other than what y'all do for a living. That's an associate. When you start throwing around the word friend, and again, I'm being media guy, I guess, overanalyzing. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty big, strong thing here. Because what this is setting up for, if Rogers decides I'm not coming back, I just don't know what the reason is going to be. Like, what, what, what are you going to have to stand on to say, this is why? Because at this point, they've done everything for this dude. And now you've got his guys, these former players, like John Goon, saying, oh, yeah, friendship, I don't see how he doesn't come back. Really pushing it forward. All right, so what do you think? How, how much stock do you put into what John Kuhn said? How much stock are you going to put into some of these other guys like James Jones and what they say going forward? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at Sparky Radio. Take your calls coming up next. Are you looking for a new career? Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? How about a company that's been in business for over 30 years? I find folks over at Young Express, John Young and his crew do an amazing job and they're growing and looking to hire immediately. And right now they're looking to hire dispatchers. So if you are able to multitask in a fast paced environment, good communication skills, computer literate and overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. My translation, not theirs, is don't be a jerk. Uh, no experience necessary. They're going to train you how to become a dispatcher. Now, if they bring you in, be a part of that Young Express team. You'll get a competitive hourly wage, paid holidays vacation time, personal days, 401k with a company match, health plan, and Christmas bonus. Apply today at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. The weekend is here, and you know what that means. There's nothing like this game. It's a special game. Football. Gives you so many lifelong memories and friendships, and I'm so thankful to still be playing and still be playing at a high level in year 17. And It's a pick-and-save football Friday on 1250 AM. The Fan. Brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan. Want to cash in during the pro football playoffs? Try out Giving Props, a free-to-play contest on BetQL.com. Every round of the playoffs, they'll post 10 props. So they create an account, make your picks for a chance to win $2,000 in weekly winnings. Plus, just by signing up, you're entered into a random grand prize drawing for $10,000. Get started at BetQL.com slash props. That's betql.com slash props and uh, give that contest uh, a chance. Uh, asking you right now, going off of the John Kuhn comments, uh, and I'll play those back for you here so you can hear them again. Uh, John Kuhn on the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio last night talking about how he believes Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I'm like He's going to be back next year. Talks about the relationship between Brian Kuhn and Kuhn's the general manager and Aaron Rodgers, how Kind of, it's gone from a working relationship to a friendship. 
kind of struggle with that part of it. Because if it truly is a friendship, as you'll hear uh, him say here on the Zach Gelb show, if it is truly that, how do you then turn around and tell your friend, I'm out, it's been real? After your friend literally did everything he could to put pieces around you to be successful and win. I, I don't, how do, how do you do that? I mean, that, that's, that's a tough deal. I mean, you build this relationship up. Everything is great. Everything is great. And then it's like, oh, it's cool. All right, I'm out. Thanks for everything you did for me the last year, but I'm, I'm out. And he's not, I don't think, going to put it on somebody else. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, I want to move closer to my fiance. I'm out of here. See ya. He's not going to say that. There's no chance. Even if that might be the case, he's not going to say that publicly. I can't imagine it. So as guys like John Kuhn continue to talk like this, which again, as a Packer fan, you love hearing. Great. 12 is back next year. Woohoo! That's what I wanted to hear. Makes everybody happy, clearly. But it's just how much you really want to buy into it. Because these guys now are going to come out of the woodwork now that we're getting closer to the end of the season and him having to make a decision one way or the other. This is John Kuhn from the Zach Gelb Show last night on CBS Sports Radio. Now I actually feel like it's more likely that he'll be back next year than it is that he's going to force a trade in the offseason. How about yourself? I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'll tell you the truth. Coming into this season, you know, I, I, I always left that window open for an opportunity that something crazy could happen, but I never thought he was not going to play here. I always, you know, kind of felt this was Aaron Rodgers coming back this year and whether, you know, he wanted to work some things out with management, whether he needed to just take some time for himself and his mental health, as we've heard him talk throughout the course of the season many, many times. And I feel much of that the same right now. I, I feel like this year has been very good for him. I've never seen him as happy and as joyful and as really enjoying the game as much as he has this year. So with all of that said, this team, this roster, many said it wouldn't be the case that they could put the roster back together with the salary cap going into 2021. They're saying the same thing about 2022. It's just starting to feel like deja vu. Zach, I'm telling you, I, I just don't see a situation where Aaron Rodgers actually leaves Green Bay. So that would be 100% Aaron Rodgers coming back next year with the Packers. Well, you know, you can never say 100% with Aaron Rodgers, but I, I'm going to say right now, I feel, I feel pretty confident that, you know, especially if they put a good run together, like I feel they're going to put here in this year's playoffs, especially if that happens, I, I don't see Aaron Rodgers leaving for greener pastures. As you heard a couple weeks ago, uh, the, the grass is greener where they water it. So take, take that what you want. But I feel like Green Bay's been watering the lawn pretty good up here this year. Your conversations with Aaron this year during the season have been what? Just, I mean, it's been surface level. He's been so busy, um, but I have gotten to talk to him. He has um, fully embraced coming back. He did that day one when he came back, came back for training camp. And I'm telling you, he enjoys it this year. He's been enjoying everything. He's been embracing the moment, um, the accolades he's gotten with um, the touchdown record here in Green Bay, passing Brett Favre, the accolades that he and Matt LaFleur have accomplished together, and really the fact that this team has been able to climb that mountain once again to put themselves in position to make another run at a Super Bowl. I think he, I think he truly embraces the fact that Green Bay is in it for him. And whether he thought that before or not, that is up for debate. But I can't help but think that Aaron Rodgers is is really happy with the way that management and the rest of people, uh, the rest of the organization has treated him up here in Green Bay and, and really just excited to get this playoff started. So there's been a lot of sucking up behind the scenes by Brian Gutekunst is what you're telling me. Well, you know, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't say sucking up. I, I'd say it's it, it's become a mutual friendship between the two. And it's very clear that they're, they they have a – friendship now when before it may have just been considered professional now the two of them can can more see eye to eye and nobody really knows if that means Aaron Rodgers has been in on full conversations about the uh, the roster or about practice styles or about play calling or anything and maybe it's all of the above but to say the least Aaron Rodgers is is in a much more comfortable position right now than what he was exactly a year ago all right so there is John Kuhn former Packer fullback, uh, talking to Zach Gelb last. And, of course, you can hear the Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio, uh, tonight at 6 o'clock uh, here on 1250 AM, The Fan. 
Uh, and it's, it's a simple question. Like, how much stock are you really putting into these guys uh, going forward? Me, personally, I've I've had my fill of all of this. Because I, I really just don't think. After last summer, I just don't know if anybody really knows. Everybody's has a relationship with them, right? Everybody's kind of guessing as to what their vibes they're getting off of them. Uh, Nicholas Sweets uh, at uh, Sparky Radio on Big Show Network. Sometimes you have to go through, quote, hell to know who your friends are and who are your enemies. That's Nicholas. Uh, sure. I agree with you on that, but they were never friends. As the story goes, they were never friends to begin with. They were uh, coworkers, associates, but I don't know if they were ever friends. This isn't like, um, what's a good example? So this isn't, wouldn't be like if I did something really stupid uh, on the radio and got fired uh, for it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I don't hear from Gary or Leroy ever again after that, right? Never hear from them again. Just poof, gone into the night. And don't want to just avoid me at all costs. Okay, well then, then that would be an example of, okay, I guess you know who your friends are, right? Not there for, for that person after they made a mistake or whatever the case may be. Um, or something else. Well, whatever the case may be. And they, they disappear. That would be that situation. I don't think this is that situation because the relationship was never there to begin with. That's what I think that makes this a little bit different. You're going from coworkers to trying to be becoming essentially friends, which is weird to me that that, that would happen. I'm, I'm sure it happens in other situations where maybe you and your boss aren't at, are at odds or aren't on the same page or don't really talk to each other. And then what, three years later, all of a sudden you're friends? after. You throw a fit about how he's treating you and how things are being done at your business. And instead of him getting rid of you, you become friends over it. Like, I just can't imagine there are many situations like this in real life. Roger in Cudahy, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Roger? Hey, how are you doing, Sparky? All right, yeah, Roger. You know, I guess um, we we hear a lot. I mean, I get to hear a lot from Aaron Rodgers, so I don't feel like I have to put a lot of stock in what former players do because of that. And to be quite honest, I've never really been that surprised by what Rodgers says and does because of that. So I just don't think, um, I mean, I don't put a lot of stock in because, to be quite honest, given the volume of what I hear from Rogers. Um, don't need to, I don't think. So, from your perspective, so when you hear a John Kuhn say this, it goes in one ear, out the other ear, and you keep moving. No, no, I'd have to say. I guess the first thing is, does it make sense? Is what John's saying? If it's only speculation, well, it carries no more weight than you or I, right? No, but in um, me. But wait a second. But Roger, I disagree. If you say. You think they've got a friendship and he's going to be back. People look at you and go, Wait, what do you know, right? And if I say it, it's what do I know? But if a guy that's played with Rodgers that works on the Packer Radio Network says it, then it carries all the weight in the world. Even regardless of if it's right or wrong, and I would have to believe it's right, but regardless, it carries way more stock if you or I say it, regardless if it's speculation or not. In, in this case, though, Sparky, I don't. I think Kuhn is admitting he doesn't have any particular special insight or read on what uh, Rogers is saying. And from that standpoint, I, in my opinion, I think I got as good an insight um, given that into what Rogers in thinking is saying and thinking based on uh, the volume and the opportunities I've had to listen to Rodgers and figure them out. There's a lot of other ball players I have less figured out than Aaron Rodgers. Like who? Uh, I would say Aaron Jones simply because I don't hear as much from him and I don't hear as much from him given the myriad of circumstances that they have to uh, – and they have to face. Uh, give me a ball player who I see through uh, a period of personal strife 
or uh, public strife, and I get a sense, I start to get a sense of how they'll react to things in the future. I think I've gotten that from Rodgers, but not too many other ball players. All right, very good. Thanks for the call. And that is an interesting uh, perspective and angle on it, right? Because of not only to get Rodgers press conference every week, but you also get Rodgers on the McAfee show, which the Pat McAfee show, which shows you a different side of him. So from that perspective, he really, uh, Brady does the Westwood one thing um, with Gray, Jim Gray. So he's got his like own little radio thing too. So those two, I think, are really the only two guys that do these national type of hits on the radio weekly to talk about the past game, upcoming game, what's going on in the league, and so forth. Those are really the only two guys. So from that perspective, you're right. Right, You know more about him than you do Aaron Jones, or you know more about him um, than you knew, than you do some of these other guys uh, on the Packers or Brewers or Bucks because you don't get as much exposure to them um, in seeing how they think. I mean, you really get to see how Rodgers thinks about not even just football, but life in general. It really kind of makes you think. A couple of uh, things I just came across here. We're going to hear from Gilbert Brown uh, coming up here uh, momentarily. Because uh, he was on Big Show yesterday, uh, and I want to hear it. And in case you missed it like I did, because I was not here yesterday, you can hear it as well. I heard it was very, very funny. Uh, David uh, tweets at Big Show Network, I put zero stock in this, simply because I don't think even Aaron knows what the future holds, so not sure how others would. Again, I'm with you. Yes, zero stock. I brought it up just to see. Because I know John Kuhn has a huge fan base, right? I mean... Not stupid. Just have if you had ever watched John Kuhn on TV uh, when he touched the ball, everybody made the same sound. So from that perspective, I know he's got a, a sizable fan base among Packer fans, but I'm with you. I hear it. Okay, it is what it is. But again, I, I I'm with Dave. I just don't know if anybody really truly knows what that dude is thinking at this point. And who knows? Maybe Rodgers. It's just not keeping it out of his head, just enjoying it moment by moment. And it's like, I'm not going to worry about it till after this year. Because think about it. It's different than, say, Devontae Adams, who is getting ready for his first gigantic deal, right? He's going to hit it big here. Rodgers already hit it big once. Rodgers is now trying to hit it big second time with his next deal. So a little bit different with those two. Devontae probably is thinking about it a little bit more about the offseason because as big as numbers he puts up, as bigger moments that he puts up here should help him cash in even more money when the season is done. Whether it's in Green Bay or somewhere else, he's going to go get paid probably for the one and only time in his career because wide receivers and, and quarterbacks are a little bit different as far as how long they are able to play at that high level without getting hurt and so forth. So that's a little bit different. So yeah, maybe Rodgers hasn't let himself get to that point yet uh, until the season is over. Again, with everything being said, I it, it's going to be really tough for him to say, nope, I don't want to come back. I want to be traded because I just don't know what the reasoning is going to be. I, I don't see how it could be a football reason at this point. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from Gilbert Brown, the gravedigger. He joined us on the Wendy's Big Show yesterday. That is straight ahead. Here on Sparky's Midday Madness, first let me tell you about my friends over at the Q Club of Wisconsin. No matter your favorite sport, place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room, indoor bocce ball, and settle down to awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus on Wednesday and Fridays, that's today, they got their fish fries piled up. With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The weekend is here, and you know what that means. There's nothing like this game. It's a special game. Football. Gives you so many lifelong memories and friendships, and I'm so thankful to still be playing and still be playing at a high level in year 17. And It's a pick-and-save football Friday on 1250 AM, The Fan. Brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Tomorrow, Bart Winkler, Toby Altizer, 6 p.m. Green and Gold pregame show right up to kickoff at 7.15. They'll be joined by Ryan Wood as well from the Green Bay Press-Gazette from Lambeau Field right before kickoff. So 6 o'clock, Bart Winkler, Toby Altizer, Green and Gold pregame show tomorrow. And then... Once that one is done, right back to the fan you go. Uh, it'll be Gary Ellerson and myself, Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented to you by Lakeland University, immediately following that game. We'll take your calls. We'll read your tweets. You'll hear from Matt LaFleur after the game. You'll hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say uh, after the game as well. So Green and Gold pre- and post-game show uh, tomorrow night here on the fan, kicking off at 6 with Bart Winkler uh, and Toby Altizer. And uh, looking forward uh, to see... Uh, what happens in this game tomorrow night? I, I really, 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 really am expecting a Packers uh, victory in convincing fashion, but we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, so yesterday uh, I was not here. Uh, Toby Altizer filled in uh, for me on the Wendy's Big Show and on this show. And Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, obviously were on the Big Show as well yesterday. Uh, and Gilbert Brown, the gravedigger, Packer Hall of Famer, uh, joined the Wendy's Big Show. Uh, and they started off... Asking Gilbert Brown, because we're talking obviously about Packers Niners this week, asked Gilbert Brown about that game in 95 uh, in San Francisco. Now, remember, that was the year they had to go to San Francisco and then to Dallas uh, if they want in San Francisco. And that was the game uh, in which we were talking about earlier on uh, the Wendy's Big Show today about Wayne Simmons beating the the smithereens out of Brent Jones, uh, the tight end of the Niners. The Packers just beat them up. Uh, and won that game, and that was the, the first question, uh, talking about Gilbert Brown about that game specifically. That was the start of the 30-year slump. Yes. And yes. we was it was like we was breaking out of Siberia. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, and, and, I, and I can remember that vividly because I remember Big Dog got us all in the room, and we sat down and watched the 49ers and we figured out one thing. If we be physical with them, them, them was a bunch of pretty boys out there in the winter, in the summertime. If we go down there and be physical with them, we can beat them. Because nobody else gave us a chance. So that was the start of our little dynasty right there in 95 was going down there whooping their ass. Now, with that, 
Chilly, this, 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 uh, you know what? I gotta say this, man. It was really nice seeing you uh, last week. I don't switch it. No, I ain't, but it was. I ain't, I ain't seen the dude in a long time, know, man. Through the pandemic, all this, man. It's nice Gilbert's to see busy, people, man. man. Nice to see people. He got a nice uh, residency up there, stadium view, full games. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, that, that Wayne Simmons, uh, oh, that's a good one, Gary. Woo! That's a good one. That's that was the game plan right there, uh, Gilbert. One. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Wait, be real now. I'm gonna tell y'all the start. I'm gonna tell y'all the start now. Remember that mud bowl game we had, Leroy? Yes, yeah. yes. With the 49ers, and, With the 49ers. And, and everybody, we came out at halftime after halftime, and Jerry Rice was just like he couldn't be dirty, so he went in and put on a whole fresh, clean <laughs> uniform. Right. 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 Wayne Simmons walked up to me and said, look at this here. <laughs> he didn't say I that, but go ahead. You. And he said, I guarantee you this next play, he going to be muddy as hell. <laughs> I said, what you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? Then Jerry, Jerry, Rice, <laughs> Jerry Rice came down inside for one of them slants, and he ain't catch nothing. As soon as the player's over, Wayne grabbed him and body slammed him in the mud. I said, oh, oh. <laughs> If it wasn't long from there, it was on. <laughs> hey, that's amazing. Wayne he was that tore guy. Up. He tore up, Brent. Was that Brent, Brent Jones? Brent Jones, yeah. And that's the kind of unselfish yeah, thing Jones. you need in the playoffs. Guys just play their roles. If Brent Jones was in jail and him and Wayne was in the cell, you know who the man was. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Talking with Gilbert Brown, Gilbert. Packers Hall of Fame nose tackle, the Grave Digger on the Wendy's hey, Big man, Show here. Friend, man. Go ahead, Leroy. Go hey, ahead. man. Chill it. <laughs> this guy. I wanna... Y'all, gonna start... Y'all boys are going to stop calling me. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no we're it's not. great radio. It's war winning, man. I do want to talk about physical stuff. I really do. Because I think that's how the San Francisco beat Dallas. It was physical up front. Yes. They ran the football. They were able to stop Dallas from running the football. And now, Kenny Clark and the guys up front, you know, you know, and you know about Big Trent Williams, you know, Big Seventy One at tackle. I mean, that guy's all pro. Their offensive line, they yeah. do these these zone blocking scheme. What's the hardest blocking scheme to go up against? Is it a zone blocking scheme? Is it a man scheme? Is it the scoop blocks? What is most difficult for uh, like somebody like T- Kenny Clark? Yeah, I mean, down inside, Leroy. I mean. uh, Scoop blocks is 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 is, is kind of tough. I mean, zone zone blocking is tough because it gets you to move. You got to move and you got to get yeah. in front of that shoulder. I remember I remember when we played one year we played 49ers and they went out and got uh what was his name Kevin Grogan I think yeah, he was yep. he was six eight yep six eight like four hundred pounds Leroy and he yep. was at guard and I'm like hey man. <laughs> Hey man, you ain't supposed to be right now. You supposed to be on that tackle. They said, "No, they brought me in to block you." I said, "Okay." <laughs> I was gonna. Be, I said, "I told you it's gonna be a long day because I'm about to get you, big fella." Yeah, I think that's a lot. Of things, and that's a good point because I saw Dallas had three holding calls, and people were like, "Wow, they're yep. holding!" And it's a good way to tie up the linemen so you can't get to the Campbells and they can run free. Yeah. So last thing for me, yeah. Gilbert, playing a double team and you you read in that that gap. When you're playing a yeah. double team, do you just stay in that gap or do you try to attack one guy and just keep moving? Yeah, a lot of a lot of coaches, man. This 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 is a, a run stop of one on one, and I'm pretty good at that. And usually, what they do is that a lot of coaches see, you know, if you got to do like season salts in there. They usually tell him to drop to a knee. You know what I mean? Drop to a knee, you know, create a pile or whatever. But if you got a guy like Kenny Clark in there or myself taking the double team on, right. you got two guys at you. You got to sit. Let's say you got the center and the guy, you on the center. You, you, you got to attack that center and get him back, and you got to get off the ball. Nine times out of ten, that guard's going to bounce on you and try to get up to the linebacker, yep. or they're going to try to push you to the linebacker. But if you attack that center and push him back, the guard doesn't have a big surface to hit, and you gotta take that outside shoulder that of you and make sure you keep it down. If you bring that out shoulder 
Like that God is about to hit up, he's going to hit you up and your natural body going to twist you around and get you out of there. So you got to mm. make sure you get that shoulder down. Kid, don't listen to them coaches. Get that shoulder down. Uh, we were just That's talking, awesome. funny that you mentioned Grogan. We were just watching a video of <laughs> Nate Newton over at Dion's house eating all the bologna out of his refrigerator. And uh, how good was Nate Newton? <laughs> Him and Larry Allen. Mm. How good was Nate Newton? Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. People always ask me, who's the toughest lineman you ever faced? I tell them, I ain't found him yet, and I'm still looking for him. <laughs> every now and then I tell a little, every now and then I tell a little fib. Now, Nate Newton and Larry Allen was two of the most physical guards they were. That, that played in the NFL because them guys knew how to get their weight under them and push you out of that hole. And if you was, and if you was anybody else, you'd be on your back and your DBs would be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Them yeah. two guys, Nate Newton and Larry Allen, are, are, are two of the best guards. What two of the best? They are my top ten of, of guards right mm-hmm. there. How, well, how you feel this game going to shape out uh, this weekend, uh, Gilbert? I tell, I tell you, I tell you, man. If if we stop their running attack, cause they and and they they DBs a little suspect, man. If if we stop yep. their running attack, they're done. I mean, they're done anyway, because as soon as they step, they pretty asses out on the field, they're done. But anyway, you know, we're going to shut them down, though. Hey, now, where can people – are you going to be up at the game? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be over at uh, Stadium View probably with the, 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 the biggest Jamaican you ever seen in your life. Oh, Sean Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. Now, what time are you going to be up there um, on I'm Saturday? I'm probably starting – I, I, I'll start at four thirty, Leroy. Okay, so if you're in Green Bay for the game, stop by and see the Gray Digger, one of my best friends. The only reason why I'm even a Hall of Fame finalist is because of Gilbert Brown and Santana Dotson because they were very unselfish and they knew I couldn't. Is take Santana a hit. gonna be there? Yeah, where's he at? He he, he, he you know, Leroy. If he ain't chasing them BBWs, he's probably man, stop, man. stop, <laughs> see, see. <laughs> See, stop, stop. He know he don't like that. I'm just saying, hey. No, man, you walk. See, you you ain't right sometimes, Gilbert. You walk right up. You walk right up in the booth, booth, saying that the other day. I think he got mad with you. I think he got mad with you when you said that. Oh, he listened to this on our Odyssey app. Oh, man. Gilbert, good to talk to you, my brother. I love you, man. And... and anyway, uh, Gilbert, uh, Leroy told me how you hyped it up from the hey, front. Hey, hey, so no, we're not going there. Going. Uh, thanks for calling, my brother. Yeah. I'll what see happened? you Saturday. What happened? Nothing. No. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> Nothing. What happened to you, buddy? Nothing. We'll see you Saturday, okay? <laughs> we'll see you at Stadium View. Hey, hey Leroy, you going over to the game? Y'all going over to the game? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to come see you. Okay, good, good. I if we got to stand outside, I ain't going. <laughs> we'll get it all worked out, my brother. Love you, my brother. Take care. Give a brow, everybody. All right. All right, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I wish I would have been there for that interview yesterday. I'm the one of these big shows. Uh, big show. Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, uh, Leroy Butler, and, of course, the grave digger, Gilbert Brown. Y'all remember Kevin Gogan that they referenced in that interview? That dude. Again. That dude was dirty. That that was a dirty football player back in the day. He was gigantic, would squish you like a bug, no question. Yeah, a little dirty to him. He, he was one of those guys that you watch on TV, you just could not stand when your team played that dude because he was always doing crap in the trenches uh, to your defensive line. Never, never, ever, ever like that dude uh, as a football fan. Kevin Gogan. No, not, not, uh, not a fan. Uh, all right, coming up next, a guy I am a fan of. Yeah, Rami Maglop, The Rami Show. Comes up uh, here today at 3 o'clock, and we'll hear what uh, is coming up on his uh, show next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. The weekend is here, and you know what that means. There's nothing like this game. It's a special game. Football. Gives you so many lifelong memories and friendships, and I'm so thankful to still be playing and still be playing at a high level in year 17. And It's a pick-and-save football Friday on 1250 AM, The Fan. Brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries.
All right, welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Rolly Makhlouf standing by. We'll talk to him about what's coming up on his show. Hey, Young Express, coming we talk about so much, continuing to grow. Don't you want to be a part of a company that's been in business for over 30 years? Don't you want to go somewhere where it's stable? You don't got to worry about losing your gig after you're there for a year or so. These guys are stable. They've been doing it a long time and very successful at it. They're currently looking to add company straight truck drivers. So, this is what you need. Minimum one year continuous straight truck driving experience. Familiarity with DOT regulations. Clean background and driving record. Now, what can you expect? 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday. That's good. No weekends. 99% no touch freight. Like I always say, you don't got to, you you know, you can be a small dude like me and still do this. All dock to dock. No home deliveries. Health insurance. 401k with company match. And a Christmas bonus. No truck jumping. Get a new truck every four years. Personal days and vacation days. Apply for the position at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Rami Makhlouf. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we were just talking about some Food Network stuff Friday, up here. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pick a safe football Friday for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and we have our BetQL playoff preview shows uh, coming up as well this weekend. Tomorrow morning from 7 to 9 a.m., Nick Costos. Uh, and, of course, our guy Ken Barkley, Lockie Lockerson, from 7 to 9 tomorrow morning. And then again on Sunday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. Both shows here on 1250 a.m., The Fan, just like last weekend. Uh, so make sure to tune that in. Rami, what do you have coming up Coming on up show? on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. As I do every football Friday before a Packers game, I need a recipe for a win and a recipe for a loss. We'll talk about that in hour one. Also, Stacey Dale's NFL Network. She'll be here at 3.15. Ryan Horvat, 3.45, as he is every Friday from BetQL tonight. Four o'clock, Sparky. Let me ask you this. Where and how do you think the Packers are better this year, starting their playoff run, than they were last year? And where are they worse? Uh, well, depth-wise, they're far better. I mean, they're deeper at corner than they were last year sure. at this point, deeper on the offensive line than they were last year at this point. Uh, yeah, so depth is definitely a thing. Um, worse, special teams, but not that much. In the last four years, they've been ranked 32nd twice. Their best was 26th. I mean, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Now, return yards allowed, I believe the Packers are 32nd, the Niners are 31st. So maybe the Packers can break one off here and get a nice return against this Niners team. But we always do confident, concerning, curious, Mm -hmm. as you know. I'm curious to see who's returning punts. Because Matt LaFleur has been saying, got some new faces are trying back there. But he's not saying who and who's going to be back there. My guess is Stokes. Total guess. It's not going to be a wide receiver. You got nobody. So it's not going to be a wide receiver. Running back, you're not trotting Aaron Jones back there. Um, Patrick Taylor, no. So it's not going to be that. Cobb? No. No? Mm. If I'm putting somebody back there, I want somebody that can go. And Cobb's been back there before, so that's yeah. not a new face. He's done it. Yeah, that's I, true. Stokes is, is entertaining to me because I want to say in preseason his rookie year, I think they tried it like once maybe or something like that, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. Um, but that's who I want to see. I don't know if I want to throw anybody new back there in a playoff game. You know what I mean? I brought that up because my point was, okay, maybe they'll take one of the house, but then they could make a critical mental mistake later in the game that could cost you, and you'd be like, man, a veteran return guy never does that. This dude isn't, and he made a mistake. So, right, it it goes both sides of that. What did you uh, make of the Adrian Amos tweet yesterday? Adrian Amos tweet? I don't think I saw the Adrian Amos tweet to which Mm. you are referring. Okay. What did I miss? I'll read it to you. Adrian Amos say? Oh, Adrian Amos on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I brought it up today to Leroy. Mm-hmm. It came up right at the end of the big show, right before 2 o'clock. So I didn't know if him and Gary got to it. Leroy said, yeah, they ignored it. Um, <laughs> Adrian Amos, yesterday, uh-huh. one forty-nine p.m. If you get demoted, don't point fingers. If you care, it will hurt. But don't pout too long. Put it on yourself, regardless of the reason. Get better. So in the next opportunity, you are too valuable for that to happen again. This dude, Carson random fan, tweets back, this is so direct, I wouldn't even call it a subtweet. Hope he learns from the adversity, though. Adrian Amos responds immediately and says, it's really about me. Hmm. I don't know. Did he get benched? You think he's getting benched? I can't believe they're that dumb. But if they are, you'll hear me screaming from Oak Creek at kickoff. If When they come out on defense, if he's not starting, I'm going to be livid. Because 
the initial thing I thought of was, because Gary has been talking about Rajul Douglas at safety, if they come out and it's Jair Alexander, King, uh, and Stokes, and Rajul Douglas is back there at safety, I'm going to be hot. Like, Leroy, agree with me. Like, why? don't be trying things now that you've not done. Like, this is not the time to be experimenting with putting guys in positions that they don't play. Yeah, that could be it. With the return of Alexander, maybe they're trying one of these cornerbacks at safety, or I don't know. To get everybody on the field. Yeah. Because we all know that good old Jimmy G is going to give you opportunities to get interceptions. He's going to he give you chances. He is. You just got to hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right, Robbie McAuliffe comes oh, up also next. Also, Ryan Wood will be here at 445. Oh, Ryan Wood also will be on the Green Gold pregame show tomorrow with Bart Winkler and Toby Altizer starting at 6. Are these all things I should be uh, promoting and previewing on my show today? All in your live liner email. Yesterday, today. Eventually, Mitch Rosen's going to figure out that you don't do what he's asking you, and he's going to be very mad. It's on you, though. It's not my problem. Back after this with the Robbie Show. Toodles. Have a good weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 